You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Garden Report live after the Celtics lost to the Golden State Warriors 104-88. to I am Jared Weiss. I am joined by Jimmy Toscano. And we just watched an absolute funeral for the Celtics in that third quarter. This show is brought to Rip you in by... Peace. Blue Apron, rip in peace. Uh, we can cook in peace with Blue Apron. Uh, you go to gardenreport.com, or I'm sorry, blueapron.com slash gardenreport, and you yes. will get three free meals and free shipping. And the Celtics can do some free shipping out of town because they're going to Detroit oh. with their head in their hands after they got destroyed 31-9 to in the third quarter by the Golden State Warriors. We watched Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant put on an absolute show. If you, like, left at halftime, like, go to the bathroom, maybe make a snack, and you came back, like, five minutes late, the game was already over. Like, yeah. you, you missed, like, how, everything that happened. And, honestly, that's a good thing because it was very ugly out there. Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, you knew that when Durant signed with the Warriors, they were going to be the team to beat. A little slow out of the gates, but we saw in that third quarter what they're capable of. And what they're capable of is not only perfect offense, but perfect defense. And we saw yes. that they won, was it a 24-3 to run to yes. open the first half of that quarter? We saw that every action the Celtics tried to run, not only were they too fast for the Celtics, but they were too powerful for the Celtics. And we know they're missing Jay Crowder, who is kind of the guy that sets a physical tone for this team along with Marcus Smart. But they're missing Al Horford. They just clearly did not have creativity or aggression tonight that was sufficient to go against the Warriors, who in the second half are just pretty much perfect. I think the Warriors... Out of the gates, punched him in the mouth in that third quarter. Isaiah Thomas said it after the game that they panicked. He said the players panicked, the coaches panicked, they gave up. He said they gave up. And if you look at, if you were watch that quarter and you saw the way things were going, the Warriors were getting out on the fast breaks. They were turning, they were turning Celtics misses into easy transition baskets and baskets. And the Celtics couldn't get anything going in transition because they weren't stopping the Warriors. It was just ugly from 12 minutes. And yeah, they made a little. Celtics made a little push in the fourth quarter to make it seem respectable, but this wasn't really a game from the beginning of the third quarter on. We got some silver linings out of Jalen Brown there at the end, I guess. We got but a couple. We saw in the third quarter transition dominance on both ends, where the Celtics they just couldn't explode into transition quick enough. Isaiah Thomas did his part, um, but we saw that the Golden State's transition offense, the way that they're able to get Durant just flying down court, it's like a boulder rolling down a, a mountain. It's incredible. It opens up so much for them. So they had a lot of their transition plays was Clay Thompson on the delay transition getting like a wide-open 15-footer. Right, which is why the panic around, oh, does Clay Thompson fit in with the Warriors? He does. I think it's safe to say he does, so let's put those trade rumors to bed for a little bit. I think the Warriors are completely fine with Clay Thompson. It happens all the time with shooters. You get in a little bit of a cold streak. Shooters always shoot their way out of it. And, yes, when you have Kevin Durant, a 7-foot freak, who can literally score, he can penetrate, he can, you need to spend so much focus on him and Curry and Draymond Green 
where Clay Thompson might actually be the guy who benefits in the end from all this. Well, in the end, he had the most points in this game. He had 28 points. Durant had 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 assists. Have you seen Celtic Pride? Where the, the, the two crazy Celtics fans... They should they, tie up Damon Wayans tonight. Yeah, no, they, they, should, they should tie up... I was going to say they should tie up Clay Thompson. That's it. Cause, cause, and just, and just kind of like slide a couple of guys their way and just keep, keep Clay Thompson. Great right, movie, by the way. Well, we're going to slide on over to part two here where we talk about Draymond Green chastising Celtics fans after the game and Marcus oh. Smart's sprained ankle. Speaking the truth, or perhaps? Or ankle contusion, I should contusion. say. He definitely was it's speaking the truth. And now the lights are going out, right, as we say that. The basketball <laughs> gods are cursing us. This is the Garden Report, powered by Blue Apen. We will be right back. You know, not all ingredients are created equal. So fresh, high-quality ingredients, they make the real difference, and that's why Blue Apron is so good. Blue Apron will send you meals to your house for less than $10 per meal. They deliver seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, so they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. So whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or just heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best right to your door. You don't even have to go out to the grocery store. It's cold outside now. You don't have to go out and be cold. You can stay inside forever and just cook cook Blue Apron. Um, They have new recipes weekly. And they're not even repeated within a year. So you make one, you don't have to do it again. It makes it, it's, it's fresh every single time. It's new every single time. You, you have your own little restaurant in your kitchen. You can customize your recipe each week based on your preferences. I don't like fish that much, so I'm able to customize this so that I don't get fish options. I actually got a masala spice chicken dish. I love chicken tikka masala. This is perfect. It came with a kale uh, and lime rice side, so I kind of got a little bit of everything, got a balanced nutritional meal. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Just go to blueapron.com slash garden report. You will love how good it feels and how good it tastes to create this incredible home-cooked meal with Blue Apron. As someone who does not cook very well and struggles with toast bagel bites, I am actually cooking meals and I'm actually doing it pretty well. And it's it's an amazing experience and it's actually really good food. So you'll love Blue Apron. All you have to do is go to blueapron.com slash garden report. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. <laughs> Welcome to part two of the Garden Report Live, powered by Blue Apron. But we also want to thank our friends in Nochino for supplying us with some very nice ties oh, and pocket that. squares tonight. So Jim, Jimmy even has the uh, matching uh, flamingo I like, uh, I like one hot. there with his shirt. I know shirt. I look hot tonight. So. And, and your tie actually matches perfectly, too. It worked out. So we have Nick Gelso, the founder of CLNS Radio, in between us right now. And perfect person to bring in here because we have a fan-related story. You're someone that's been following the Celtics forever. Draymond Green, after the game tonight, was the only one that spoke the truth, really, which is that, although a lot of people have the Celtics fans booing Kevin Durant is fascinating because Kevin uh-huh. Durant literally just took a meeting with their team and didn't and decided to sign with who was just the best re- just had the best record in the history of the game. How could you blame the guy for doing that? And of course, the Celtics fans front runner so personal that That's they why. booed him when he got introduced, booed him throughout the game. And Draymond said after the game that the Celtics fans really need to look themselves in the mirror. And he made wow. uh, he made a few valid points. So I'm wondering from your perspective, what did you think? Jared, let me start here. Draymond. Bit inflammatory with the things he says. I think oh, we know that. Look yourself in the mirror. What do you see? Look yourself in the mirror right now. I see a, a beautiful man right now. <laughs> Don't put that in there, right? Uh, what was that? What does that mean? 
Well, because he said, Draymond said, look yourself in the mirror. Okay, so anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, he says inflammatory things all the time, and uh, but he is right. I mean, and the other thing is, you're talking from a fan's perspective. I watched Michael Jordan, not in this building, but in the old garden. You booed him, he scored 63. You booed Kevin Durant. Yeah, way to go. And he came through. So, not real smart by Celtics fans, but I understand the point. I understand the point. I hate how much I loved Draymond Green. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. I, listen, I like the instigators. I, I'm a big Joe Kim Noah guy. I know everybody in, who bleeds green hates Joe Kim Noah. I love the guy. Big Draymond Green guy. But his shtick can get kind of old. I know he likes to poke the bear, so to speak. And tonight, I think, was another one of those things where he's a little shot at the fans. Listen, I think it's normal for the fans to boo Durant. I don't think that Kevin Durant deserves it, but I think that's just part of being a fan. That's just what you do. Um, you want to try to get under the opponent's skin, and let's be honest, this Celtics fans, right or wrong, they do feel a little spurned by, by the decision to go with you know the front runner team. I mean, it's it, it, there's merit to it, but yeah. at the same time, the idea that you would boo a guy and hate a guy, and I was sitting in, I was actually sitting in a section tonight in a weird press area where you're yeah. in the middle of the section, and people just loathe Durant just because he passed him up, and it's kind of like the guy that just kind of like obnoxiously hits on a girl, and then when she goes, "Ew, I don't want to be with you," he goes, "Well, you're ugly anyway. I don't like you." <laughs> That's exactly exactly that was, what Boston fans are doing. That was like high school for you, right? That's every day in high school for me. And, you know, the thing is, Draymond made a great point, which is that it's not a good look for Boston fans and that it can scare potential free agents from wanting to be here. I was going to ask you, do you think that's accurate? Well, it, I've, never heard, I've never thought of it that way. It'll scare a potential free agent from taking a meeting if he's not really certain that the Celtics are a strong front runner. But it's not going to deter someone who wants to sign in Boston from signing in Boston. I was curious to see how Durant would react to being booed, being the bad guy. Obviously, tonight he came through. Golden State has really taken on that bad, that bad boy attitude a bit this year, and and they're comfortable with it. I mean, and tonight that third quarter was a mess. A mess. I think they have to take that attitude. They know that every every arena they walk into, they have a target on their back. They're the team to beat. Every team's getting up to play them, and every fan base is getting up to boo them. But, Jimmy, you saw Miami really struggled with that year one. Oh, they won two championships. Well, they did, but year one they struggled with it. Chris they Bosch went to the NBA recently, Finals. They, they, uh, it was a Chris Bosh, I think, recently said <laughs> that that actually was a negative for them. So right. it was a negative for them. Now, very quickly. Well, Chris Bosh is mentally weak. Everybody knows that about Chris Bosh. Oh, oh, All right. So, quickly, we'll address Marcus Smart had an ankle contusion in this game. He was out for the game. Uh, Brad Stevens said he'll be reevaluated and potentially could play. Obviously, we don't know the, know the medical situation. We won't speculate on that. But the Celtics continue to get beat up. It's clearly an issue. What, Nick, I want to hear your quick take yeah. on this. What do the Celtics do, acknowledging the fact that they're guys that are kind of their engines for the team are getting hurt? Who do you see as the person that steps in to help fill that role? Because right now they're having trouble finding someone to consistently do it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a struggle because this team does not have a personality, obviously. They've not had their starting lineup on the court yet. Um, you know, going to Detroit tomorrow, Al Horford and Jay Crowder are traveling, so hopefully we get them back. But as soon as the Celtics get them back, they're going to lose Marcus Smart, which is going to be more than one game by Marcus's history with injuries. So who steps up? You I'll, answer the question. I'll take that trade off. I'll, I'll trade oh, I'll too. trade Marcus Smart for Al Horford and or Jay Crowder. That's fair. I'm not saying I want Marcus Smart on, on the sidelines. I, I, don't want, I want the whole healthy roster out there. But watching Jay Crowder warm up before the game today and sprint off the practice court and almost and almost take me out, I got out of the way. Right. And I didn't want to be the guy to injure. Could have sprained his other ankle. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be that guy. But he he sprinted by me at a very very fast speed. I clocked him at about 18 miles an hour. So he okay. think he's ready to go tomorrow. 
Well, when he's up to 19 miles an hour, I think he'll be ready. <laughs> so that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you to Jimmy, to uh, Nick Gelso, to, to Kyle George, to Joe Sway Pavone, who just showed up late Thanks and doesn't to get to be Apron. on the show tonight. Blue Apron, go to blueapron.com slash garden report. You will get three free meals and free shipping, and you can cook as well as I do. I'm making a steak tomorrow. I got it in the mail a couple of days oh, really? ago. Oh, yeah. really? I got Vietnamese meatballs that I'm making for I dinner tomorrow night. I made the meatballs. Yeah. Apparently, they're really good, according to Joe Sway. So that's going to be good. Joe's All right. That'll do it for us tonight <laughs> on the Garden Report Live as a Celtics get shellacked by the Warriors. We will see you after the Spurs game the day after Thanksgiving. You'll be stuffed and you'll be ready to watch on the Garden Report. <laughs>